didn't see you there. Would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me? I'll be your captain. I'm Steve Harrington. And I'm Colin. And I'm Whitney. And this is Scoops Ahoy, a Stranger Things podcast where we go week by week, chapter by chapter, taking a look at every single episode of Stranger Things. We have now made it through all four seasons and every single episode, and we are slowly fading away in the deep dark, <laughs> deep void, dark void as we wait for season five and i saw someone say and maybe it was in the discord say that they were like afraid it was going to come out in 2028 and well, like, I, j- I joked about it in the last episode oh I said, that's what it was. could be 27 could be 28 yeah but i think caden was saying yeah i was born when it started and i'll die when it ends or you know whatever i started yes. school and i graduated yeah <laughs> Yeah. It so. feels that way. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't heard. I mean, these of- kids are going to look so old when we come back. I mean, I, I don't know if they, I don't know if they're going to have to like rewrite some stuff now or something. I mean, they just I've get- wondered that too. Like, I don't know if they're going to do like a bigger time jump to make it. Yeah. More believable because. I mean- Good. I mean, there. every day I see a different picture of Millie. She looks older and older and older. And I'm sure, good and Lord, Finn. I'm sure Caleb is looking old. He looked old in season four. Oh, so. yeah. 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 He's the oldest out of the little ones. Yeah. I mean, I think Steve is literally going to be 30. Probably. Yeah. In his 30s by the time it comes out. Yeah. And there's still no real end to the writer strike in sight. I mean, I know. I think we just passed it, that, like day 130 or something like that. I and thought that there was going to be like negotiations or something. Yeah. I mean, the latest they I were heard, in talks. I but... looked up a couple of days ago and they were saying, I mean, both sides are saying, yeah, ball's in your court, you know, so they're each side's waiting for the other to do something. But I also saw that the union um, has agreed or is there is thinking about agreeing to negotiating with individual studios instead of the producers guild as a whole or the producers, you know, the producers, uh, whatever they are, the, you know, the producers association or whatever. So I don't know, maybe that'll get things going. Cause if, you know, the writers guild strikes a deal with, you know, universal, you know, then maybe paramount will, you know, Ooh, yeah, we need to follow well, you know. suit. Like, yeah, but I mean, I keep waiting for, I mean, there's just nothing on TV right now anyways, but, and, but it usually, you know, it's usually slow over the summer and we wait till the fall. And there's a couple things like American horror stories coming out. Um, There's a new show on Apple called the changeling, which I watched a few episodes of. It's really good. Okay. Um, So there's that, but I feel like we're about to get an onslaught of reality TV. Oh yeah. Reality TV. Cause it doesn't require writers. Well, I was, I saw, um, Oh, the late night host started up a podcast called uh, like Strike Force Five, I think, and it's it's Fallon and Kimmel and Colbert and John Ooh, Oliver. Fallon Fallon has not had a good week. No, um, yeah, Fallon, Kimmel, Colbert, John Oliver, and Seth Meyers have a podcast, and the five yeah. of them just sit around chatting about you know whatever. So, but yeah, that's I mean, kind of how we got smartless in during the pandemic. Yeah, true. So, yeah. I mean, it's like one of my favorite podcasts now. Yeah, it's good. But, yeah. Fallon, he it did not, but you know, no. I have been had suspicions for a while that he has a drinking problem. Oh, okay. He has the most random injuries all the time. Oh, like his finger thing? Yeah. Yep. yep. He was drunk. I bet money. 
Huh. I would bet money all that time, all those different times he was drunk. And then I was listening to a TikTok and this girl was a stage manager. And she said that she used to work at his um, cabaret club. Like, I guess it was short lived. It was like a comedy cabaret okay. type thing. And he, her exact words were that he kept um, ski chalet hours. Okay. Okay. Like, like you go skiing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. With John Mulaney. And him and John Mulaney hung out. So I was like, yep. Yep. Yeah. So poor Fallon. He's, he's not, I hope that's not true because I've always liked him. I really don't want those to be true. But if he's, if he drinks a lot, like that could easily cause a very erratic, sure, you know, personality. Yeah. We'll see. Sorry, I got off on a tangent. No, yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah. We got, we got not a whole lot to talk about before we start Nancy Wheeler. Yeah, we've got Nancy Wheeler this week. We're doing a deep dive into her character. And, you know, the more I thought about it, the more I'm kind of meh on Nancy Wheeler. Yeah, that's kind of surprising to me when you said that. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I just am like, there's not a whole lot where I'm like, yeah, like I'm thought that. Now, I thought when she like shot the shot back now in, the, in right. season four was pretty badass. But yeah. other than that, I'm just kind of like. I don't know. Is it is it because of the whole Stancy Jancy thing and that whole? Mess? No, no, I no, just... I don't think it has anything to do with that. And I actually like the actress. I like Natalia. Dyer. Oh, yeah. I loved her in Velvet Buzzsaw. Like I think she's adorable. It's just the character. It maybe I wish they gave her more to do yeah. or more action scenes. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like she was. I really didn't like how she was kind of snotty to to Robin in season four until they became friends. You know, remember yeah. she's just kind of. I'm like, where do you get off? Like, yeah, I, I mean, going going back and watching friends like, with Barb. <laughs> like, <laughs> going back and watching season one too, when she's just so mousy and so meek and so well, I mean, and it just doesn't you know, fit. Like yeah. how how did she and Steve meet? Like I'm assuming in class, but like she doesn't yeah. have the personality really to draw anyone in so it had to be no. you know he was attracted to her but yeah i'm just kind of like mm, mm. i could i could nancy's you know i could take her or leave her sure i like her but yes she's I know not she's not one of my favorites by any stretch but i i yeah I like her overall so um don't really know a whole lot about her you know background and stuff obviously i mean stranger things wikia you know suggested maybe she was born around 1967 somewhere in there just because of the ages you know mm. and when she was in school so she would have been 15 or 16 in season one and then obviously up through like 17 or 18 in season four we know her dad's ted we know her mom's karen brother mike sister holly um she was barb's friend and was really the only girlfriend that nancy has at any point during the show you know if you don't count robin mm. um started out as you know steve's boyfriend and then obviously moved on to jonathan um line distribution wise she's been doing okay for herself she had the second most number of lines in season one with 346 lines and i then, am shocked her season two number is so yeah low. season two was 183 lines she was number seven and she was also number seven in season three with 210 lines so she got a little bit more and then season four she got even more she's at 286 lines which made her number three so she actually is the 
has the fourth most lines overall if you add them all together for all four seasons mm-hmm. um, with 1025 lines and yes somebody actually did count so well nothing it, shocks me anymore it was not people... me but thank you Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. um we talked about natalia dyer plays nancy wheeler she was born january 13th of 1995 her first role was um, as little baby Clarissa in the Hannah Montana movie in 2009, which is just adorable. I'll see if I can find a clip and um, put that up somewhere. Um, she was little in that? Socials. Well, she was young. I mean, she was, you know, I would say she. Oh, was, I thought you meant like she was like a baby. I'm like, it can't no, I mean, she was she was 13, 14, somewhere in there. The, gotcha. the math, but yeah um she's gone on to do far more movies than tv she's done somewhere like 20 25 movies somewhere there you mentioned velvet mm-hmm. buzzsaw we've talked about yes god yes before mm-hmm. and she has been get my mic uh she has been dating charlie heaton since somewhere around 2006 somewhere in there i think it was in the fall of 2006 when they started kind of being public yeah that's people. a long time yeah for so we're going on seven years kids. yeah yeah, yeah so I bet they, they get engaged soon. Started dating when um, she was 21. So, yeah. So, and how, is he a lot older than her? I don't know, actually. I was, gonna, I was, I was going to look that up, and I forgot to. So, let's see. Charlie Heaton, British actor, was born in 94. I think they're so he's, a, he's almost year a year He's about 11 months older, almost a year older than her. Yeah. He was born in February of 94. So, yeah. She stayed with him through the Coke debacle. And and the pandemic and, and everything else. Oh yeah, all, all kinds of. He got but I don't. I mean, not that Indy is okay, but I think it was like a, I think it was like a dusting. Like I think yeah. it was like not yeah. very much. Yeah. So we went through and kind of plotted out our top five Nancy moments. I did. I did most of the heavy lifting because, as you said, you were meh. But yeah. So I um I put Let's together. Be a honest, list. you do all the heavy lifting. I, I, I put together do. a list, and you said, "Okay, sure." I show up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> So I put his number five in season three, episode eight, when she's facing down Billy in the Starcourt Mall parking lot, when he's screaming at her in the car and she's standing there shooting, 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 which I thought was just a really cool, badass moment. And <clears throat> I watched it again and it's 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 really great because she's just standing there and she's fierce. And the closer he gets, the more she stands there. And the only thing she mm-hmm. does at the very end is she just kind of ducks out of the way. She's not even running. She's just kind of, you know. Yeah. Um, and obviously get saved. So uh, number four, I put diving in after Steve in season four when he went, you know, in the dive episode, uh, episode six, when she just decided, yeah, we just, I'm just going, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm fully clothed in Which I, I, normal clothes and I'm just going in. So, yeah, I know. And I, like, I want to say that I would do that if it was like someone I love, but I'm so terrified of like dark water. Yeah. Like, I just like I don't, that. I, don't like, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with oceans and stuff, but lakes. Just, oh, I'm not. Keep me out because of the mud and the goo on the bottom of the ocean. But, oh, oceans but, uh, are lakes and stuff. Scarier. I don't know. I, I can handle oceans. I mean, as long as I'm oh, not I like can't. way out. I mean, if I can see land, I'm okay, but I don't want to be like out in the middle of the ocean or anything, but then I'd be. No, I like don't, I don't even go in past like my shins. <laughs> like, in the, I'm looking at this like poster I have of the dive and like it, I don't know. I don't think I could, I don't know. I guess if it was Mike or Evie, I would definitely like dive sure. in after him, but I, yeah. your adrenaline probably, I would have to be pumping. Yeah. Yeah. And it was night too, which is even worse because you don't even know what oh. you're going into. Yeah. Yeah. All you see is like a little red glow and you know Steve's down there somewhere. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. like you don't have like goggles or anything to see. Ooh. Nope. Ooh. Terrible. Nope. 
Uh, number three, I went with shooting Vecna in the Creel house in the last episode yes. of season four, which is just so badass. Yep. You know, she just pumps the shotgun and shoots him five times. And I, the thing that I really liked is how she walked toward him. She's not like taking shelter yeah, behind she, a, a shed or a no. bench or anything. She's just like walking toward him. It makes me think that her attitude is like, I am just so over this man. Like, yeah. I am so over this thing. Like, I just want to live a normal life. Right. Yes. <laughs> just like, please let this be the end of it. I have a gun. Let's do this. Yeah. 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 Number two, the kinder, gentler side of Nancy. I went with the snowball and going up to Dustin and saying, you want to dance, which I thought was just so sweet and so nice and showed a different side of her, obviously, because, you know, she Mm -hmm. was kind of, you know, getting badass at that point. And, um, you know, saying, you know, of all my brother's friends, you're my favorite and, you know, that kind of stuff, which I thought was just really sweet and cute. And then number one, I went with, the, oh no this is my favorite nancy yeah Bartman. the the scene in season two episode eight when they're all in um the house and the and the you know the demo dogs or whatever is coming nobody knows what's going on and everybody's kind of mm-hmm. rallying and and hopper has a shotgun and a machine gun and he looks at jonathan and says you know do you know how to use this or whatever and jonathan's just like sitting there like twiddling his thumbs and and nancy goes i can and he tosses the gun to her and she, yeah you know so I yep, just, I she just, just grabs it. it like yeah, it's just so good it was just such a great thing so those are my top five and we had a couple you know obviously people talk about them in the emails so you know we can we can certainly get into those but anything else you want to talk about nancy wise no i rolling? no i mean i think nancy get she often gets gets what sort i'm looking for kind of like cornered into like this whole ship war with yeah. steve and jonathan i think that's what people most people think about nancy which is kind of why i'm not sure i'll be mad if they're like no she's just gonna go off and do her own thing yeah. like nancy's just gonna yeah. go be on her own like i don't yeah. think it'll bother me and usually i'm all about like everybody living their happily ever after but for Nancy, I'm kind of like, I don't know. She just seems like I love Steve and Nancy together, but Nancy's a little too good for Steve. I mean, yeah, kind of a little bit. Like, that's yeah, it's the I don't know. Uh, it's kind of what you were saying that I, I always, whenever something like that comes up, I always think of Kelly Taylor and Beverly Hills 90210 and the scene where she was trying to choose between Brandon and Dylan and they gave her the ultimatum and she's like, I choose me. I choose me. <laughs> I just always think of that whenever there's like a love triangle and the and the woman just like, screw both of you. It's just me. I choose me. Yeah. Brandon, I can't accept this. Wait. Please. Dylan, have a nice trip. I can't go with you. Not this time. I've made my choice and I choose me. I hope you understand. I love you both till the day I die. Well, it's not a bad idea, but yeah, that's it. So, um, are you ready to dive into some emails? Let's do some emails. Sure. All right. All right. Our first one this week is from Eve. She says, Hey, Colin and Whitney, hope everything's going okay. We had a heat wave over in the UK right as I started sixth form and it's so hot every day. It doesn't feel normal. Anyways, here are my thoughts on Nancy Wheeler. She cares so much about Mike, and I feel like if anything ever happened to him, she would blame herself because deep down, she feels more like a parent to him than Karen or Ted. Look at how she beat herself up over Barb. That caring quality makes her character willing to fight 
anything to protect the one she loves. She's also one of a few select characters who doesn't rush into things without thinking them through first. When you add that to the fact that she's a killer shot with a gun, you have one of the greatest characters in the series. Thanks for your hard work on the podcast in the deep dark void. Till next time, Eve from the UK. Thank you, Eve. Next one's from Mina. Hi, Colin and Whitney. I hope you're both having a great day. My name is Mina, and this is my first time emailing in. I'm from Germany and apologize for any spelling mistakes. In school, we barely learn any English at all and never write anything, which means my English is not that good, at least my writing. But it's actually pretty good, Mina. I I think it's good. I think it's great. I mean, I can't speak any German, so... (laughs) I I don't even know those. Yep. Here's my opinion on Nancy Wheeler. I remember watching Stranger Things for the first time ever. It happened that my parents were watching with me. I remember my parents not really liking Nancy, so I guess I didn't like her either. I vaguely remember liking Mike a lot, but I was so annoyed at her for ignoring Barb at the party and getting with Steve. But again, I was so but then again, I was so sorry for losing Barb to an interdimensional monster and blaming herself for it. In my opinion, she has good character development, and I definitely liked her in season four a lot more than in season one. I like that she went from a straight A student to a badass and iconic character. I think there is something to her that we just do not know yet. Like, why did Vecna Henry 1 show her what was going to happen in season four? Why her and why not just kill her? We already know that he does not care for other people's feelings and never shows mercy. But for Nancy, he does. I just think that's a bit dodgy. I think it's just so she could go back and, and you know. Have a way to. You know, spread the message. I mean, yeah, to yeah. tell them what was going on, I think. So I don't know why her specifically. Other than she was the last one to go through and she was, you know, Mm -hmm. she was kind of left there. So, by the way, do you guys know anything new about the strike? I know they originally planned to start filming in June, but because of the strike, they'd hoped for August. I really do not want to wait another two years. Thank you for all your hard work making a great podcast. Hope you have wonderful lives packed with adventure and joy. Best wishes, your faithful listener, Mina. Yeah, we talked about the strike a little bit. I know. I mean, every day that goes by, I think we're definitely looking at 2025 for this thing, because, I mean, we're we're nearing, you know, kind of the end of 2023. They haven't even started yet. So you figure, I mean, yeah. you've got to do six, eight months I think, of filming and six, eight months of, of you know, post yep. work. So we're probably... I think mid-2025. Yeah, early mid-2025, somewhere in there. Ugh. Which is awful, because will that be another three years, I guess, between yeah. seasons? Uh, Yeah. This is 2019 to 2022, right? Yeah. Season three was 2019. Yeah. Oh. Because, yeah, last summer. So it was 20. Was it last summer? God, it was last summer, wasn't it? 2022. Yeah. So, yeah, be another almost three years. Yeah. And the kids. I hate it. And the kids are growing exponentially. I mean, it was. it's one thing to go from season one to season two or season two to season three, and they get a little bit older. But now, right. they're, just, now they're just getting so much older so quickly and maturing so quickly. It's just. Yeah. It's like they. It's all, I don't know what they're going to do, honestly. Yeah. Like, I really don't with the story. Like, I, they're just. I wonder if they yeah. just, they just kind of keep going with the, I mean, they got to know that they got to get going. They can't, unless, I mean, they can't be writing during the strike. So, you know, they could be thinking about it, but they can't be actually writing anything. Well, they, so. they're, they were done. Yeah. But I didn't know if they were going to like go back and have to rewrite. I, with now, rewrites. You know, so. Yeah. Like. <laughs> but what's to stop them from like just writing in their homes and not, and then just when the strike ends, being like, "Here's what I've got." Like, Oops. what's this? Yeah, I yeah. Mean, like, 
nothing is that would that be considered under, like it's considered you know breaking the you know strike or breaking the you know union busting or whatever but how I mean, do they know how do they know they didn't think well, it all up that, that's, that's what i'm saying i mean it could yeah. be you know they could just sit there and you know think it all out in their heads and and you know. maybe who's seen the i mean maybe anybody maybe nobody will know that they were writing anything different because it was already written you know right yeah I don't know. I hate thinking about it. I'm tired of thinking about it. Okay. Next email. All right. Our next email is from Quinn. She says, hey, Colin and Winnie, it's Quinn. When Colin joked that season five might not come out till 2028, that made me realize something. If if and only if that happened, which I pray that it doesn't, that would mean that Stranger Things came out basically when I started school and it would end the year I graduated. That means it would come out when Evie was in sixth grade and she will be a senior in college. Yeah. When she's done, when mm-hmm. it's done. No. <sighs> it's just so weird that I haven't even started eighth grade, but I'll be in high school when it comes out. Anyways, Nancy Wheeler, I don't like her. I know that I said this about Karen, and honestly, I have no great reasoning, but I just don't like her. <laughs> I don't like Mike either. The the only Wheelers I like are Ted and Holly, and I think they need more screen time. Also, I think Nancy's too good for Jonathan, but I think Steve is too good for Nancy. I would prefer <laughs> that Nancy ended up with Steve, even though I highly doubt that will happen, because Steve is in love with her, and I love Steve, so it would be good for him. A few of the things I do love about Nancy are her hair throughout the seasons and her friendship with Robin. Hope everyone has a good day. Nancy does, does have, have good hair. I was just going to say, she does have good hair. I like her season four hair. When she has the kind of the black and white striped sweater and it's kind of like a kind of like frizzy and kind of short, but you know, something. Yeah. Like that. Is that season yeah. four or season two? Uh, I'm thinking season four, like the scenes with Vecna when Vecna takes her. That's, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of her at the party, at the Halloween party in season two. She had short hair there too, I think. Yes, she does. Yeah. Yeah. She had it up with the, yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, Quinn. Our next one is from Audrey. She says, hey, it's Audrey. <laughs> She says, hey, it's Audrey. Here are my top three favorite Nancy moments. One, when Mike asks if she's done some studying. (laughs) Wink, wink. Anatomy. Two, yeah. Two, when she shoots the mind flare. Does she shoot Vecna? Well, she said said mind flare, and I didn't know if she meant when she shot, because she shoots Vecna, and then she also obviously shoots the Demogorgon when when she's telling steve you know you need to leave now that was your note <laughs> that was my note yes italics really nice. are my notes <laughs> <laughs> colin made a note because oh, i couldn't remember well if, you know she shoots vector i don't think she yeah. shoots well no she does shoot she, shoots, she shoots the demogorgon when when yeah. in, in season two, two, one one i get them all confused when when steve, well, one when she comes when it comes to the house yes right Season one, when Steve comes to the house and she's like, you need to leave now. And Steve's yes, like, what's going yeah, on? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then in season two, she shoots at the Demodogs, either the Demodogs or the Demogorgon when Hopper throws her the gun. That's true. She's yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, so anyway. We'll just say when she shoots at the villains. Yeah. That was such a girl boss moment, Audrey says. It, it was. was. Number three, when she ripped the gun out of Jason's filthy hands at the army supply store. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that was good. Jason, oh man, we should do a deep dive on him. Just because... It wouldn't be very deep, but yes, we could, certainly. But just because I interviewed the actor who played him, and he was so nice, and he was so funny about it, and he was like, listen, Jason's the worst. (laughs) Like, he said it. (laughs) Like, like even he knew. He was like, no, man, my character is dirt. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's funny. (laughs) 
Anyways, Audrey says, I'm so glad you all chose to do Nancy. Lots of love, Audrey. All right. Next one's from Harry, who we met in our Zoom call. It was great yes, to meet you, hi, Harry. Harry. Yeah, that was fun. Hey, Whitney and Colin, I hope you're enjoying the fall. I don't usually enjoy, I don't usually indulge in a lot of headcanon stuff, but I do with Nancy and I'm always wrong. <laughs> Aren't we all? In season one, when she told Jonathan, I don't think my parents ever loved each other, I was sure we were going to find out that Ted was not her biological father. Interesting. I thought we'd discover at some point that Karen had a boyfriend who split when she got pregnant, and Ted was a much older friend of the family who stepped in to marry her. I even thought that Nancy working at the newspaper in season three would bring her into contact with him in a so-how's-your-mother sort of way. Never happened. No, it didn't. In season two, I thought the show would make it clear that she was only dating Steve because he loved her and then and he had saved her life. Didn't she owe him that and more? But the show never went there. Personally, I think it's a shame that Natalia Dyer always appears on these interview shows and all anyone wants to talk about is which boy Nancy will kiss. She's making so many terrific choices in the show and she doesn't get credit for it. Nancy blasting away at Vecna with her shotgun and then finding cleaning supplies in Hopper's cabin shouldn't fit together so well, and yet they do. I couldn't admire the work she's doing more. Have a great September. I hope you have something cool lined up for the Halloween season. Best Harry in Seattle. God, are we already talking about hey. Halloween already? <laughs> yeah. It's close. Evie put yeah. up all. I, Evie put up all her Halloween decorations in her room today. Yeah. Um. I do. I think the reason that you get so much discourse about which boy is she going to kiss is because this is a much younger fandom. Like yeah. it skews to the younger kids, and that's what they're like. They all love. Yeah, I'm sure the interviewers know, are going life. on going on instagram and tiktok and seeing what the you know everybody's saying about nancy wheeler and it's like this is oh i knew how to like if i was like low on like if i needed a boost in page views i could just fire out a byler versus an 11 article <laughs> and it would just be like like it would take off just right. because sure. that's a lot of what they're talking about just because they're younger right yeah and then my wife Holly wrote in with uh, right wrote writes in wrote in with um, her top five Nancy being a badass moments. Number one, diving in the lake after Steve. Number two, going in the tree to look for Will in the upside down after they found the dead deer in the woods. Number three, standing up to the bosses at the paper to the to pursue the story of Mrs. Driscoll and the rats. Number four, standing up to Jason in uh, the Mo Emporium, the war zone. And then five, anytime Nancy has a gun or other weapons to fight evil. And then Holly also added, they need to give Nancy a female friend, though, in my opinion. Why doesn't she have anyone? And Joyce doesn't have a female friend either. Kind of odd. All the male characters have good friends of the same gender. I mean, yeah, they did kind of. I don't know why. I think they made. I think they made Nancy kind of unlikable to other, you know, Robin mentioned her being a priss. Like, so maybe she was just a little and she was kind of rude to Robin when they get together in season four, like maybe she was just kind of snooty to him. And that's, yeah. And why, I, but I, I would like to see her have like a good oh, sure. friendship, like a female. I know in like season one, obviously when she was, you know, kind of the, the, you know, the nerd and the academic or whatever, mm-hmm. and she was friends with Barb. I can't imagine either of them having many more friends than each other just based on, you know, their personality and, and, you know, and and the standing in the school and that that kind of thing. And And Joyce. Barb's genes, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Joyce not having any female friends. Again, I feel like Karen tried. Yeah. And with the casserole, even brought a casserole over for heaven's sake. Brought a casserole and, you know, I don't know. I like a good casserole, but Joyce, Joyce is a lot. Like she's a lot. Yeah. Like, you give Joyce a couple zannies, and then I think that 
Yeah. Oh, we, yeah. She's she's, she's, she's yeah, you just think of Joy. She's so frazzled and blah, yes, you know, just kind of, yeah, all the time. And I feel like she's that even like even before Will, like she knew Will was missing, like with her keys and stuff. Like I feel like that's just how her life is. Just yeah. constant chaos. She's that oh, yeah. person that you know that is just there's always something happening. Yeah, she's she's exactly who she is when she went up to her boss in Melville's and demanded yes. her pay and the cigarettes and I mean that, yeah. and the phone. I mean that's and a that's pack of camels. Yeah. <laughs> okay our next email is from my good buddy harriet she says hey colin and winnie i'm so annoyed i couldn't be on the last episode and i absolutely love the last of us which we talked about it's just scratched all of my apocalypse itches it also kindled my newfound love of pedro pascal and bella ramsey as a duo and now i've watched over 40 hours of gameplay on youtube (laughs) which is a thing that people do and i didn't realize that yeah yeah well, it is a very good, like, I. it has like a. I still have it. I got to watch like, it. I still have it. Watch it. The show, not the game. I didn't like the show that much. But what I'm saying is it has like a very like detailed story. Yeah. To it. Now, I did love Bella as that little, the little queen. In the- oh, she was great. <laughs> Mormont. Yeah, she was. Oh, she was so good. Lady Mormont. Uh, and I kind of started reading Game of Thrones books, but I stopped halfway because it got a bit weird for me with all the Daenerys, Daenerys and Drogo bit. Um, listen, Harriet, I'm going to step in <laughs> as like big sister here. Maybe your mother. I don't know. But put those books away. Okay. Yeah. You just put them away. <laughs> yeah. Give until, it, like give you're it in good, college. Give it a good 10 years. Yeah. yeah we. You, I'm too young for these books. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Well, I'll just say George R.R. R. Martin is a pervert. Like he is, he's into some weird stuff. So you just put those books in your closet and yep. save them and come back to them in about 10 years. If you're still into that sort of thing. Yep. So just, and do not watch the show. You're not allowed to watch yeah, it. Either, my, my, my very adult neighbor is like game of Thrones junkie and, and loves everything about it. And I watched the show with her because she had read all the books and, mm-hmm. and she was like, yeah, this and this, and this didn't happen. And this did happen. And this should happen. And this is some context for the, you know, blah, blah, blah. And even she was saying, you know, it's like, dear, dear God, these books are a lot. And the, and the show was even more. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, if you notice all the like very graphic scenes kind of fell off as much when they went past martin's like writing right yeah so it was like oh he was yeah. the one <laughs> like yeah. that's yeah. that was coming i mean he's, he set up all the storylines of you know and that brothers was brothers and sisters getting together and all kinds of create yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. I, i'll tell you what to read instead harriet go get go get throne of glass okay read that yeah. instead yeah great it's, love that it's the same same type of story but it's it's more on on uh, for for younger kids. I loved yeah. it. Like yeah, no, I'm in it like too. A, yeah, I'm in I like mean, a major book hangover since I finished it. Yeah, I mean, Gray's sixteen and loved 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 them. Yeah, yes, they're 17, amazing. Seventeen now, but starting they're amazing. And once you finish those, we'll talk about you maybe moving on to a Court of Thorns and Roses. Okay, there you go. but yeah, we'll have to see. Anyway, she says, I found it really icky. I couldn't handle the whole 13-year-old marrying a 30-year-old situation. So the twins didn't bother you? <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, okay. I've also really recently finished Warrior Nun, which is kind of Stranger Thingsy. Colin, I feel like you would enjoy it and it has a great soundtrack. I tried it and I but I only like watched one episode and I maybe I was just like half paying attention. And yeah, I haven't I didn't watched it either. So maybe I should try it again. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to shot. Sure. For Harriet. Um, 
I started Justified because I haven't watched that. And it's I love Timothy Oliphant though. Yeah. Have you watched it? No, but I love him. You know it's based like in Harlem, Kentucky. Like that's oh, really oh, I didn't know. And it it cracks us up because they always act like Harlan is like a 15 minute drive. They're, they're always on Tate's Creek bridge, which there's a Tate's Creek road here in Lexington. Yeah. But I don't know about Tate's Creek bridge, but they always act like it's like, they'll be like, I got to run to Lexington. Like it's like a 20 minute, it's four hours away. <laughs> we are four hours from Harlan. <laughs> yes. I know several people from Harlan, like and it's funny. Cause they brought up like the apple pie moonshine that they make, like mm-hmm. that they make. And, and, and I've had apple pie moonshine from Harlan. So it's kind of fun to see all the sure. Yeah. Anyway, she says, but on to Nancy Wheeler, probably one of my most liked characters of all time. I really, really liked her in seasons one and two, but she kind of dropped in season three by getting Jonathan fired, which just pissed me off. But she rose back up in season four with her and Steven Robin as a trio. I'm a firm Stancy shipper to the dismay of all my friends who are. I'm actually shocked you're a Stancy shipper. I thought for sure you were a Jancy. Uh, I just think she and Steve have better chemistry and plot than Jonathan and Nance do. I didn't really get their relationship, to be honest. That's all I got. Love, Harriet. Yeah. Thank you, Harriet. I mean, I feel about, like, how how Eve feels about the Wheelers is about how I feel about the bi- or about the buyers. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. I'm just like, man. Yeah. <laughs> all right next one's from ronia ahoy it's ronia i think nancy's friendship with robin in season four is great because she finally got another girlfriend after what happened to barb in season one her sibling relationship with mike is worth mentioning as well since that's basically how me and my siblings are she's also incredibly brave when she's shooting at billy in season three and vecna in season four on another note have you noticed the steve parallel between season one episode two and season three episode one in season one he welcomes barb and nancy to his house at that night for the party by saying hello ladies and in season three, he says this to the girls at Scoops. Ahoy, ladies. And then it goes obviously into our little intro bit, yeah. which she said, I don't have to write out because it's your intro <laughs> bit. Me and my best friend who watched Stranger Things crack up at this every time we watch this series and hear those lines. Also, I have a question for Whitney. Where can I find your articles about Stranger Things? I'd love to read them and see more of your work over and out. Ronya, Eleanor's Swedish relative. So. We can share a link. They're going to, like, you can find, if you Google just showbiz um, show, or cheat sheet and then Whitney Danhauer, it'll bring up my article page. Uh, I don't work for, I don't work for showbiz anymore, but all my articles are, are still there. But the thing is, is you're going to have to scroll um, to find the Stranger Things ones because we write them when it's popular so it'll it's been a year since yeah and you did all like the, the bachelor and all the yeah i did a lot of, like in the most recent ones they had switched me to a lot of reality so it's a lot of like love is blind um perfect match things like that um and then we did like that whole summer we my co-worker and like one of my best friends lauren we did um the showbiz pop five and a lot of those were stranger things yeah focus and you can find my interviews on if you just go to showbiz cheat sheets um youtube page you can see all of them because they're all recorded yeah so i'll put a link up on our socials so people can to yeah. your to your whole page so yeah yeah all right next up we've got luca luca says you're calling in whitney how are you i'm very sorry that i couldn't be a part of your zoom but hopefully you will do more we plan on it that's the goal anyways you see, I just got back from camp. It was so much fun, and I made lots of friends who are Stranger Things fans, and I recommended this podcast. Well, thank you, Luca. 
Anyways, let's get to Nancy. I just love her. She is the best. She was kind of mean to Dustin in the first season, but she had a redemption in season two when she danced with him at the snowball. I think she's a real feminist. I really am not a Jancy guy, and I want her and Steve to get back together, but those darn duffers are in control. Just (laughs) kidding. I love those guys. I think that in season three, she had a beautiful talk with her mom after she lost her job. I just don't know what her and Karen did to their hair in season four. I'll tell you, it was the 80s. It was, it was the 80s. The 80s, <laughs> 80s did it to their hair. Yep. And we all had one around that time. Right. <laughs> P.S. Did you Do you think you could get Logan Riley to say my name and email it to me? Also, the day you read this on the podcast, it will be my birthday. Love you guys, Luca. Well, happy birthday. Happy I birthday, will, Luca. I, I will ask Logan. He has been very busy with the strike lately, but I'll... I'll uh, I'll I'll shoot him a message and see if yeah. see if he'll do it. You just want to? I'll just see if he'll do you like a little, little, little hey, mini Luca. mini cameo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Don't get your hopes up because I know he's busy. But I'll I'll ask. Okay. All right. Next email is from Kirsten. Hi, Colin and Whitney. It's sixteen-year-old Kirsten from St. John's, Canada, and this is my first time emailing in. I've been listening to your podcast for about two months after searching for an active Stranger Things podcast, which we are one of the few. That are still going. I know. There, I don't think there are very many. Yeah, I think there's another one that does one. I think the last one was like several months ago and like a year mm-hmm. before that or something. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, we're, we're still plugging along. I started watching Stranger Things with my family last October. And as, as soon as my family bought a Netflix account, I love this show so much. And waiting for season five has proved to be so challenging as all the other seasons were just there when I was ready. Yeah, that must have been nice. Yeah. <laughs> we've been there since the beginning. So yeah. we've had. I just remember being shocked at after the first season. I was so used to things coming out at the same time. So I was like, oh, July of 2016 means July of 2017. And then it didn't come out until October of 2017. And then it didn't come out until summer of 2019. Yeah. Yeah. Like July 4th week in 2019. Yeah. It it has ruined me. Yeah. Last month's episode was very cool, and I enjoyed hearing other people's ideas on some very interesting questions. Concerning potential deaths, I believe no one is safe. For example, Will could die, and yes, it would hurt Joyce so much, but think it through. They could both die, and then the issue would be solved. If Elle died, I think Hopper, Mike, etc. would be so upset. Hopper already lost a daughter, so that would be devastating for him, so I'm not sure they would do that to Hopper. However, I have seen a theory where, in order to end the upside down, Elle has to close it on the inside and therefore get stuck there forever, and although that is hard, they can all potentially say their goodbyes, and we as the audience don't have to witness a death, but more of a farewell. Listen. We're going to put this theory to rest, okay? You guys keep saying it, and you keep saying it, and the deafers are going to get wind of it, and they're going to be like, that is a really good idea, and then they're going to do it. So we don't want that to happen. (laughs) So just reel it back in to your little brains and put it to rest. L is not going to have to lock up the upside down and leave everyone forever, okay? Just it can't happen. It'd be kind of poetic, though. It'd be, you know. Shut your mouth, Colin. (laughs) Do you guys think we will see Angela again? And if so, would Elle use her powers on her to prove her wrong? I find that so satisfying that she, I find that so satisfying and she makes me so mad. I can't watch the beginning of the California storyline without wanting to punch the TV. And am I the only one who thinks that season two, episode seven, The Lost Sister actually works in a way? It isn't my favorite, but I do enjoy (laughs) that it explores Elle and Kali. 
I do hope they bring her back. This is because I agree that it is sort of its own standalone episode with no more connections in later seasons. I imagine if they are, I imagine if they are saving her character for a spinoff or something, they would never do a spinoff. No, they're not. Like I've seen so many people say they wish they want them to bring Callie back. No, no. <laughs> uh, no. do, we, do we think we'll see Angela again? No, I don't think no. so. Cause I don't think we're going to go back to California anymore. I think we're no. done in California. So um, it'd be, it would be kind of fun to, you know, but I, I would love think- to see like Angela see a newscat, a news broadcast yeah. of Eleven, like being the savior of the town right. and being like, yeah. "Well, holy shit!" Like <laughs> that'd be that'd be like a great little closing shot of the yeah. series, like a, little, like a little bonus scene at the end. Like she's yeah. at the mall, like and yeah. looks over and sees Eleven with Hopper. Yeah, like a, like, like an yeah. end credits, like Easter egg bonus. Yes, scene. So that'd be kind of yeah. fun. On to Nancy, uh, says Kirsten. She is the kind of character that is bold and stands out. She is such a strong woman and is a representation of how powerful women are. She is not afraid to use a gun and she isn't afraid to make herself heard. Losing Barb made her vulnerable for a time. However, sorry, losing Barb has made, made her vulnerable for a time. However, she has in a way overcome that and moved on better than many of the other characters in the show in regards to losing a friend or loved one. My top three Nancy moments in no particular order are when she shoots Vecna and falls out the window. Who doesn't like this? Come on. When she and Robin go and talk to Victor Creel in season four, episode four, the whole scene was really well done. And number three, and in season two, Nancy takes the gun from Hopper and says she can do it after Jonathan refuses. Very subtle yet very powerful. And my number one. So Mm -hmm. I'm with you, Kirsten. There are so many great moments. These are just some of the scenes that make me go, yes, Nancy, from Kirsten. Thank you, Kirsten, for writing in. That was great. Thank you. All right, our next one's from Esme. She says, hi, Colin and Winnie. It's Esme from England here. I'm very sorry I haven't written for a while. I had end of year exams, then then I went on a holiday to a Greek island called Ithaca. Anyways, on to Nancy Wheeler. I really like Nancy as a character. She's such a badass, and I've always wanted to be like her. However, I think that she's quite annoying in season one. She's so dismissive of Vox dismissive of barb and i found her quite annoying in the first few episodes however she redeemed herself while looking for the demogorgon with jonathan i really love every scene with nancy and a gun especially when none of the boys can shoot like her i hate how annoying she is to steve at the party and their breakup but the breakfast scene with murray and jonathan is one of my favorite scenes in the series (laughs) it cracks me up every time that is one of colin's favorites it is also i love her hair in season two yes nancy Mm -hmm. has some good hair she does another one of my favorite moments in the scene is the scene in the place Victor Creel is being kept with Nancy and Robin. I love that scene. I am a proud Stancy shipper, and I really think they might get together, and here's why. Number one, Steve and his little nuggets. It's clear that the Duffers are pushing a Stancy narrative in this scene. I or, or teasing us with a Stancy narrative. I don't know if they're... I feel like it was supposed to like point like prove how like that is not what Nancy wants. Nancy yeah. wants to go like travel the world. Right, yeah. I think I think that was kind of a last ditch effort, maybe. But yeah, we'll see. I mean, who knows? Who yeah. knows? Number two, when Steve wants to go to the library with Nancy as they're leaving Max's trailer park, he clearly wants to protect her and be around her. Oh, I think Steve's still in love with Nancy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Uh, there are also clear cracks. I cannot talk to any of you guys. There are also clear cracks in Jonathan and Nancy's relationship. They don't go to see each other. Could this be because they're scared to see each other because they know that the relationship isn't going to last? I think it's, I don't know. That's a good point. Well, they are also like way far away from each other, but yeah. Yeah, but Mike was going to see Elle. True. Nancy could have gone. True. And I would have been more, I would have been more 
you know, liable to let my both my kids go together. So Nancy can watch out, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Good point. Yeah. <clears throat> and then she says, when they reunite, when, when they, oh my gosh, I cannot talk. Where is reunite? When they reunite, Jonathan kisses Nancy on the forehead, a very safe and unassuming place to kiss someone. I mean, they haven't seen each other in months and they won't kiss on the lips. Clear cracks in the relationship. And number three, they don't talk about their problems. I know they're busy after all this happened, but all the scenes of them rebuilding the house together are super awkward. And if you don't tell your partner your problems, they will find out the wrong way and it won't end well. Oh yeah. That whole <laughs> scene was like, well, this is awkward. Yeah. Um, well done, Whitney, for getting tickets and predicting 1989 Taylor's version. I'm so excited because 1989 is my favorite album and style is my favorite song ever. What's your favorite 1989 song? Oh gosh. I love that whole album. Um, I, uh, I I found and I did and my brother also did the Taylor Swift bracket and it I think it was it was pre it may have been after folklore but pre evermore I can't remember somewhere or maybe it was even pre folklore but it was basically line up all her songs and then pick your favorites and it's like yeah. a, it's like a March Madness bracket blah blah mm-hmm. blah 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 it gets down and my winner ended up being I wish you would from. 1989 so that was that was apparently my favorite i do love that one 2 a.m in my car yeah i love blank space a lot i know it was like it got wore out on the radio but that was like my nut like i loved it um i also also, love i like um, wildest dreams is what's the fox one is it it's like they are the hunters. We are oh, the fuck. Oh, uh, yeah. They are the hunters. We are the fuck. Uh, we, we run. Da, da, da. Oh, you're going to kill me with this. <laughs> um, but I like, um, what's the other one I like? I, I was just saying it. Um, oh, Wildest Dreams. I do uh, like Wildest Dreams. Yeah, I like, yeah. Um, oh my I've God. been on a, um, on her, I've been listening to Exile on repeat. That one song, Exile, that she does with Bon Iver. Oh yeah! Oh, that is good. I yeah. love it. Yes, it's not on nineteen eighty nine, but I love no. that song. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's folklore. Yeah, I think it's yeah folklore. Um, um, what is that? I know places. We run. I know places. I know places. I yeah. know places we can. Yeah. Hop. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, maybe I knew places. I don't know blank space. I love them all. I saw yeah. that. That was the first Taylor concert I went to. It was nineteen eighty nine. Yeah, and. Yeah, it's the only one I've been to. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was great. It was just, I saw Um, that and I saw Reputation. I don't love. Reputation is awesome. I don't love Bad Blood. I watched Reputation on Netflix. I watched the Netflix one. Oh, I Um, love Bad Blood. um, I'm not a huge fan of Bad Blood. I'm not a huge fan of Shake It Off, but I do like pretty much all the other songs. I mean, I'll listen to it because I mean. Yeah. Well, Shake It Off just got overplayed. It did. Yeah. Yeah. But I like, you know, Welcome to New York is really good, but. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to look. I think you are in love. I mean, I wish you would is my favorite. And then I also like um Oh good lord, I like them all. Out of the oh, Woods is really good. What's the last song on that album? New Romantics. Here's what is it? New Romantics. Or You Are in Love. Which is great. I love You what's Are in Love. What's the New Year's is there one called New Year's Eve? No. What's the New Year's Eve one? I don't know what you're talking about. See now the you're one where she's like, we'll be um picking up pictures there's clean wonderland you are in love new romantics are the last four i know places this love this love is new this love is bad this love is a lot back from the dead oh yeah um 
the maybe clean, it's clean on, maybe it's on reputation then. but you are in love is good because it's just i mean it's like the whole song yeah. is like two notes up and down and up and, down, and it's just what well, it kills me it's that song about that. um I guess what was the big song off Reputation that for, that she released first? Look what you called Reputation. Yeah, look what you. No, it was do. what you made me do. Yeah. What cracks me up because she sampled the song that's playing for Mean Girls in the background when Katie Heron has the party, and she is talking to Aaron, and she's like, "I just word vomit," and then she's like, "No, that's real vomit." That song is playing in the background. And it's when Regina walks into the party and she's like looking. That's really funny. It cracks me up. Are you thinking New Year's Day on Reputation? Is that is that the New yes. Year's? That's on Reputation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I yes. think, yeah. Um, but I love um This is why we can't have nice things. Just, that's, oh yes. Such a great song. I love that one too. Okay. Off our little Sorry. Taylor little Taylor's little Taylor, Taylor divergence. Yeah. Okay, last email is from Ellie. Hey, Colin and Whitney, how's life? Mine's fine. Okay, so Nancy's never been one of my favorite characters, but she's still an amazing one. I love her character arc. Her journey from meek little girl to badass queen is incredible to watch. Don't hate me, but I ship her with Jonathan. Like, they love each other so much. Season four nearly got me to be a Stancy shipper, but yeah, not quite there yet. I just love how everybody watches this show, and we all watch the same show, and everybody takes whatever they want to. Yeah. Out. It's just so great. You can interpret things however you want to. Yeah, I mean, we just had an email about all the cracks in their relationship, and now Ellie's saying, "I just love how in love with each other they are." It's just I love how everybody yeah. can, you know. Anyway, so uh, in the Zoom episode, we were talking about underrated and overrated characters. Mm -hmm. So Ellie chimed in on that too. She said, "Overrated for me, honestly, Argyle. I know, wow, but nah, I never really liked him. I found him a bit annoying, to be honest, and I don't know why. Underrated, I picked Erica and Max, especially Erica." We have all that you can't spell America without Erica stuff, but she doesn't get much recognition for her other moments. I feel things like, isn't it time you were in bed slash, you know, isn't it time you had died? Um, <laughs> She's and, so mean. And commence Operation Shot Endangerment, plus tons of other stuff. In other news, I started school on September 11th. So yay, I guess. I mean, I'm thrilled. I'm seeing my best friends again, especially since one of the two of them I haven't seen since June. She's been on holiday for the whole summer and my other best friend. And I really miss her. So great news from Ellie. And she says, bye, Ellie. And we will say, bye, all you guys. Because that's yeah, all that's we got this week. Well, now Harry's made me nervous. We should have like Halloween themed episode. I know, next right? month. Yeah. So we'll be I back mean. on October 12th, right? Is the next one. Yes. So we were going to go back to um, our top five series and kind of pick up where we left off. I think it was like four or Four, three or four episodes ago and do our top three season two episodes because we already did our top three season one episodes but we can also feel free to chime in with any halloween stuff you guys are doing or if anybody's dressing tell up me or... what your favorite i want to know what everybody's favorite 80s halloween costume would be like if it was the 80s if you were going trick-or-treating with the stranger things kids what would you dress up as and you had unlimited budget and unlimited yes. access to whatever you needed to make it happen yeah what would yeah. you do yeah i want to know and uh, and I'll think of mine, and you think of yours, and yeah. Oh, I can share pictures of what I was doing on that Halloween. <laughs> I think I was I a scary remember. clown. I think I was I did, a clown that year. I did a lot of Star Wars. I remember I was Boba Fett one year with the plastic mask with the elastic, and you and the little slit for your tongue. 
and the eye, eye holes. Oh yeah. I was obsessed with kit. makeup. I loved the feet and I still do. I love getting my makeup done by someone else. And even when I was little, so I always wanted to be something that you just said to cover my face and makeup because I just wanted to sit there for right. you know, 30 minutes before. And so I think I was a clown that year and my grandma yeah. made me, and I look real creepy because my face is like painted completely white. I'll That's find cool. a picture. Yeah. I'll, I'll, um, I, think, I mean, pinhead would be kind of cool if you could somehow pull that, that whole look off from that out like, yet. In the eighties, what it had to be the eighties. Yeah, but I was thinking, are we doing like specific nineteen eighty four? We just doing eighties. Well, you said eighties, so I don't know. Yeah, whatever, whatever, just okay. in the eighties. But anyway, so get your emails to us by Sunday, October eighth, on your top three season two episodes, and then also talk about whatever else you want to talk about too. Because why the heck not? So why not? What else are we doing in That's this right. deep dark yeah. void? I think it's about time. Uh, actually, I'll probably watch the show again. I'll probably you know get going doing that. I'm doing a reread of uh, all Sarah J. Mass's books to get oh, ready nice. for a new book. When's that you coming? should read those. That's the um, that's January the, 30th. That's the Thorn of Glass and Nice and whatever. Throne of Glass. And then a court. Okay. Uh, there's the no, Throne of, of Glass. Roses and Board something. of Thorn and Roses. And yeah. then there's Crescent City. Yeah. Gray has them all. So I can, I can never. She keeps giving me books to read. So I just read. Um, oh, what was it called? Uh, oh, I shouldn't have even brought it up because I remember what it was. The sh- this shaking, this this um oh poop. Talk talk quietly amongst yourselves, and I got to look up this book. Hang on. I know. Whatever. I got to know. You would like Throne of Glass. Now, Akatar gets a little bit into the smutty side of things, but I actually I tried Outlander at one point because I was kind of interested in the show. Just so the guy was... that's doing Outlander that did Outlander is supposedly signed on for the Akatar series on Hulu. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the Twisted Ones. That's what it was. Greg gave oh, me. I haven't heard of that. Which was, it was pretty good. It was a little slow. And, and she said it was actually kind of slow. Um, but it was, it's, it's, it's kind of creepy. It's not really scary. It's just kind of, kind of mess with your head a little bit, mm-hmm. kind of what's going on, kind of supernaturally kind of weirdness going on. Um, I can't remember who wrote it, but I can look it up real quick. Um, but yeah, so I was kind of interested in the whole time travel bit with um, Outlander and, mm-hmm. But I knew it was very, you know, it was very chick litty, you know, however you want to, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel like that's how um, Throne of Glass is definitely more fantasy. And then Akatar is more like romanticy, which is more romance than fantasy. There is some romance, like there is very, there is some romance in um, Throne of Glass, but it's not until it's like eight books. Okay. And there's two books that you read at the same time. Oh, okay. You like do a tandem read? Yeah. Uh, the Twisted Ones is by T. Kingfisher. So, oh, uh, I've read some of it. I, I don't know if that's a man or woman. I think it's, I, I think it's think a woman. It's, I think it's a woman. Yeah. I've read her stuff and it yeah. is kind of slow. Yeah. But it's good. I mean, it was, it was well written. I mean, the I one it. I read was, uh, was about like, it had a lot of uh, body horror. It was like a weird, hmm. like, okay. it was, creepy yeah, this, but this was more kind of mythical creatures in the woods and where are they and what are they i think doing? i know exactly what book you're talking about yeah. actually it might be on That's my tv good. red list but, but now she's okay. reading slaughterhouse five for english class so i'm, I'm reading that along with her because i never read it when i was a kid or oh, i've never so. i never had to write, read that that's a weird book man jeez louise I've never read it. So. But anyway, so that's it. Anyways, that's it. We rambled a lot this episode, but what else are we supposed to do? Okay, listen, just be happy we're here, right? <laughs> just just be happy you have some Stranger Things content, okay? <laughs> As always, you can email us at skipshoypod at gmail.com. You can find us on all the socials. Well, I say all, but it's just Facebook and Twitter. Yeah. 
and it's Scoops Hoy Pod. And if you want to join our Discord and talk to other Stranger Things fans, you can find the link to join at the top of our Twitter page. Um, as always, I want to thank everybody for listening, and I hope you tune in next time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Stranger Things audio clips and official score are the property of Netflix. It's an open music by Blue Mountain Score.